0: In America today, we're very blessed to have some creation ministries that go out and train the parents and school teachers and pastors about biblical truth and how God really created. Some of those ministries include Answers in Genesis, the Institute for Creation Research, and Creation Ministries International. And I want to welcome you to Creation Training Radio and TV today. And today I have some very special guests with me. They're going to talk about one of these ministries and what they're doing to reach the rest of the world. And today I have Dr. Danny Faulkner here with me and Joe Owen. And Joe, one of your big things is you speak more than one language.
1: Yes, sir, I do. Uh,
0: Go ahead. Let's talk about some of your background.
1: Well, uh, I am born here in the States, but uh, when I was eight, I just decided that uh, I wanted to learn another language, and so by the time I was 12, 13, I started picking up on Spanish and studied it for four years. met my wife when I was 17, she's from Mexico, and I really haven't done a lot of work in English-speaking jobs as an adult, so uh, I'm a lot more used to Spanish now than than English.
0: Okay, and you're also a translator?
1: Yes, sir, I am a translator. Right. Right now, I've translated in the past for uh, different speakers in, in Latin America. I've gone with them and, and different speakers here in the United States.
0: And this is one of them right here, Dr. Faulkner. Uh, tell us about some of your background.
2: Okay, I'm an astronomer. I have a Ph.D. in astronomy from Indiana University. Uh, for 26 and a half years, I was a professor at the University of South Carolina, Lancaster, where I taught astronomy and physics. And an opportunity a couple of years ago came up that I could retire a little early, And I wanted to do that because I'd had a burning desire to work in post-retirement at a creation ministry. And uh, if you're going to do that, you need to do it sooner rather than later, I think. Mm -hmm. And so um, about the time I was looking at retirement and thinking about uh, looking for a job in a couple of years, uh, a position came open at Answers in Genesis. And so uh, it took me about a year to settle my effects there, and I've been at Answers in Genesis since since January of 2013. Mm -hmm. uh, I do speaking, writing. uh, I'm on the research department. oversee the... Uh, planetarium, uh, writing shows for that, and uh, also uh, running the observatory we have.
0: Now, Joe, we're gonna test you. Can yes, you sir. repeat everything you just said in Spanish?
1: repetir todo lo que I de decir en español. Okay.
0: But you mentioned you do translation, and you were just recently mm-hmm. on a trip with, with uh, can I just call you Danny here? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, <laughs> with, with You two were together, and you were in New York doing something.
1: Yes, sir. And uh, in Queens, New York, there's a ministry, a Spanish-speaking ministry, who has about 500 cable uh, TV stations throughout Latin America, 13 here in the States. And... Uh, we've already had a conference with them in and, and New York, and they love the conference so much. They said, you know, we, we need, this is Pioneer. We need to get this out in Latin America. There's never been anything like this because in their minds and the cultural mindset right now, uh, because of mass media and Internet, it's put everybody on the same plane as far as skepticism and things like that, where before Internet and mass media, you had isolated cultures. So now... There's a there's a whole new generation of people in Latin America who are saying, uh, people probably in their 30s and below, saying that any belief in any god is just superstition because there's a lot of superstition in Latin America, yes. and so they just put the two together, and they've never heard that there's such a, that there exists that uh, a defense of this faith that that is not superstitious, and uh, they were so excited they said look it, for. Many speakers will build a set, a different one for each speaker. We'll fly you and each speaker back up here every single time. We want to record, put it on TV throughout Latin America. So we had our first trip last weekend to New York with this ministry and three three days of recording uh, for... 13 TV episodes.
0: 13 uh, TV, are these gonna come out f- through AI, Answers in Genesis also?
1: Yeah, they are gonna come out through Answers in Genesis and they are going, they're gonna have broadcasting rights and we have copies.
0: So rights. if you know somebody that speaks Spanish, mm-hmm. that's their main language, they need to get this when it comes out.
1: They definitely do. Yes. And we have a web page they can always keep up with us. Uh, and res- what is that web page? In Spanish, well if if you speak Spanish, it's respuestasengenesis.org which is just a transliteration of answersingenesis.org. Okay, um, so
0: they can go to that, web, go to that website mm-hmm. and start getting this and start helping the people that don't know much about a greater God.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it's a great, we're, we're just, God has just really put this at a really timely, timely opportunity. Well, well,
2: well, Joe, how much content do we have in Spanish on the website?
1: Yeah. On the website currently in Spanish, <clears throat> we have, we're, well, we have two articles a week and right now, uh, the ministry in Spanish is about a year and a half old, and we're now at two articles per week. We weren't before. We have probably 150 to 200 articles right now in Spanish, uh, even one of yours, sir. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and um, uh, when we first opened the page, uh, we had about one to 200 unique hits per month. We're at about 40,000 unique hits per month wow. right now.
0: So there's a large portion of this country that is Spanish speaking, especially in the Southern California, Mm -hmm. Colorado and Arizona areas and even Florida.
1: Yes sir, even though the 80% of our ministry and the web traffic is from Latin America, we are seeing something very big happening in the states as well. For instance, uh, Biola University, their Spanish department has invited me to be the keynote speaker this year at their apologetics conference. and so, we, we do see this God working in... Biola. <laughs> yes. Yeah, This is Also, the Gospel Coalition in Spanish. They wow. support us and promote our ministry. Wow. Uh, so, you see a lot of, of ministries that were the Spanish counterpart. They're taking a very strong stand on some issues. And, and, and so, we just see the, the timeliness of it, of where they're saying, just give us all you get. We'll promote you for free. We'll help you out. So.
0: Excellent. Tell us something about the sessions you went through there on the...
2: Well, I gave gave four presentations that I've given before. One's on the Big Bang and why it's not biblical, and the problems with the Big Bang too, scientific as well. We talked about evidences for recent origin of the universe, looking at uh, evidences from astronomy. Also did design, uh, design inference, what we can expect to see in design in the world from astronomy perspective. And then fourthly, we talked about the light travel time problem okay. and my, my solution I have out there for that. And we wrapped up uh, the end of the second half of the last show, just my testimony, my story a little bit.
0: Now, for, for those who are speaking Spanish out there and English, mm-hmm. uh, give us a little idea some of the things you said about the Big Bang and not being biblical. Why is it not biblical? And you, you, maybe you want to try a little
1: translation there. <laughs> sure. well, let's do okay. this for
2: real here. <laughs> okay. Let's do this for real. Well, let's see the... Um, <clears throat> Uh, the Big Bang says the universe is 13.8 billion years old.
1: Según la teoría del Big Bang, dice que el universo tiene 14.6 mil millones de años de edad.
2: But from the Bible we see it was only uh, done in six, the creation was done in six days just a few thousand years ago.
1: Sin embargo, según la palabra de Dios, nosotros vemos que la creación ocurrió dentro de seis días uh, normales de 24 horas hacia alrededor de 6 mil años.
2: And in the Big Bang, the Earth didn't come along for 9 billion years, and there were countless stars that formed during this time interval.
1: Ahora, había una temporada en la teoría del Big Bang donde se formaron bastantes estrellas y luego hasta después de 9,000 millones de años se formó la Tierra.
2: But from Genesis, we know the Earth was here first and the stars came later.
1: Sin embargo, en el libro de Génesis sabemos que primero fue la Tierra y luego las estrellas después. So there's a contradiction in the
0: order of events.
1: I yeah. see hay una contradicción <laughs> en la orden de los eventos.
0: Even I can do this. E
1: incluso yo puedo hacer esto. Yes.
0: But that's the type of teaching you're going to get This translation, both Spanish and English, and you can do the whole thing in in Spanish yourself. And that's what's eventually going to be done, isn't it? Uh, Well, I hope so. (laughs) Yes, eventually. (laughs) So they don't have to listen to all this English. (laughs) (laughs) But this is terrific. There's such Mm -hmm. a large population out there that has Mm -hmm. not been reached yet. And here's Answers in Genesis answering that call. Now how about uh, the other topic, how about design? Do a little bit in design now. Mm
2: Well we we know that the uh, sun is 400 times larger than the moon.
1: Nosotros ahora sabemos que el sol tiene 400 veces más de tamaño más medida que la luna.
2: But the moon is also uh, sun is also 400 times farther uh excuse me the sun is uh 400 times farther away than the moon.
1: Y sabemos que El sol está 400 veces más lejos de la luna. He's doing better than I am. So when we look at the moon and the sun and the sky, they seem to have the small, same size. Sin embargo, si nosotros observamos en el cielo, la luna y el sol parece que tienen la, el, el, mismo, el mismo tamaño. So during a total solar eclipse, the moon just barely covers the sun up. Así que en un eclipse total uh, del sol, uh, La mayoría del sol está tapada por it, la luna.
2: And this produces very rare and very spectacular solar total solar eclipses.
1: Y esto provo- provoca unos eclipses totales del sol muy raros y este muy muy fantásticos. And it's the only satellite in the solar system for which this is true. And this is the
2: only planet where it matters because it's the only planet where there are living beings to
1: appreciate that. <laughs> y es el único donde esta now, wait a minute,
0: aren't they still looking for life on Mars, though?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but its
1: satellites are too small. <laughs> too
2: small,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> Even if they find
2: anything, which yes. they won't, it okay, yes. would, mm. be, would be a problem.
0: Yes, but uh, they'll continue on. Yep. But well, that's mm-hmm. terrific. Uh, all this now um, I'm gonna go back here you yes, recently had an event where there were thousands and thousands how many thousands were at this event wow. here and tell us where it was where you had this event
1: yes sir we went we had the great privilege of being part of the uh, the fourth Latin American creation Congress in Lima Peru and word got out that we were going and another ministry who, who that was renting a stadium in uh, at a local university they heard and said hey we'll give up a lot of our speaking if you come while you're down here and speak well this happened to be a stadium at the oldest university in south america that was even communist up to 25 years ago and it's recently opened a little but a lot of the ideas remain and it's mostly mostly atheist um so while we're down there um God just kind of opened up the doors for us to teach inside the university while we're down there during the day. Uh, and so I was. Uh, we got to teach in the university classrooms during the day. And then uh, I was able to, together with Steve Hamm, uh, both of us had different talks to, to give in front of sometimes up to 50,000 people in the stadium.
0: 50,000? Yes, yeah, sir. That That's was the estimated amount. That's one of the largest I've ever heard that came to a creation. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm happy with fifty. Yes sir. <laughs> Just add a few zeros on.
1: Well, like I said, this is this is uh shocking to, to the Latin American world. There are more Spanish speaking people in the world that their first language is Spanish than there are English is the first language in the world. So you're you're talking about millions and millions and millions of people who have never heard that there's such a thing as a belief in God that is not superstitious. And so that false dichotomy is it, it, they cannot believe this and they're so interested to hear about it. And I've had many many professions of faith, even one by bi- biology professor in Mexico last year. Yeah.
0: That's that's great when we get yeah. the scientist on board because there are there really are many scientists that do believe aren't there, John? Oh yeah. And in, in every area of science, and people don't seem to know about this. We got the scientists at Answers in Genesis. Mm. Name some of the scientists you have there. Uh, do you remember? Andrew
2: Snelling is a geologist, Georgia Pertam, biologist, as is um, uh, David Minton. Um, I'm in the astronomy physics area, so we've got those. We have a few other people in various other fields, MD. Uh, history and so forth, but those are our main science staff.
0: Yes. Then the Institute for Creation <clears throat> Research has a whole uh, staff of scientists, mm-hmm. Creation Ministries International. Then there's a lot out there that are just not part of the ministry, but they speak and believe in a literal six-day creation.
2: And many of them are members of the Creation Research Society.
0: Which is really a fourth big group, isn't right, it? Right. And we have
2: mm-hmm. hundreds of members who have earned degrees, in uh, advanced degrees, graduate degrees in science and related fields.
0: And they put out publications about, what is it, every quarter?
2: They have the quarterly yeah. and they also have a 6 time of year uh, program, a thing called um, uh, Creation Matters, Uh, we have things on our website as well. So, it's actually the oldest creation organization Mm -hmm. we think in the world. That predates all the others you've mentioned. Yes. Not and, quite as big.
0: But and you're a member of that. And I'm also quarters, on the board of, board of directors. And the editor of the quarterly. Editor of the quarterly. Okay. Very good. Very good. Maybe we'll have one in Spanish sometime.
1: Well, this is uh, one of the other great things we've noticed, there are scientists, Hispanic scientists, now that are talking to us. One has a Ph.D. in biology. He's also an M.D., and he's talking to us now, and we're talking about him being an adjunct speaker, and he's very interested uh, he believes in a, a literal interpretation of the historical narrative in Genesis. And, and he wouldn't need an interpreter scientist. like you. He wouldn't need an interpreter, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Except if we went along we wanted to listen to him. You'd need to... Oh yes, well he teaches at a university in the United States but he's from Mexico. Okay. We also have uh, a, a married couple who are both MDs from Puerto Rico who support our ministry. And the Lord is just opening up more and more doors and just finding out they're out there. There just needs to be something to connect them all to to work together with something.
0: This is what you call going out to all the world and reaching them because this is a large, large area of Spanish speaking.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's incredible. Twenty-one countries.
0: What are some of your plans to go? Where are you going to be going next? Well,
1: this year we have 19 conferences, 27 trips. I'm gonna be out, so I'll get my sky miles, I guess. Yes. <laughs> uh, we have a conference in Argentina. Um, we have in the Dominican Republic. We have four or five in Mexico. We have in El Salvador, uh, California, two gonna, in New York. I was gonna ask about California. That'd yeah, be sir. a great place to go. I have about, I think, three or four in California. I even have one in Louisville, Kentucky, of all places. I'm trying to get them to go yeah. to Chile. Chile. That's where the yes.
0: observatories are. Oh, okay.
1: We'd love to go to Chile, <laughs> and then also Cuba for January of 2016. Cuba, no. We're already about four conferences into 2016. Are you? Wow. So,
0: are you planning on going on any of those? I'd love to. Yes. yes. <laughs> they haven't invited you yet. Not yet. No. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> right. Now. I'm, tell me how did you become a creationist? Well he, this is it's very interesting uh, as a child uh, my parents uh, met in a university who stands very firm on young earth and I think you all know the university is Bob Jones mm-hmm. but um, uh, in our whole family there was just kind of a walking away and so I wasn't a believer until August of 2003. But after living in the world, I went and studied um, nuclear propulsion in the Navy. I was on a sub. But my bad habits and everything, it just nothing really came out of it. And then the Lord, uh, I came to know the Lord in August of 2003. So did my wife. We did it together. And uh, um, one thing, this, which I, I pray that a lot of people who are Christians since their youth all the way up need to understand, is those who've been out in the world. Hey, when I came in, one of the things I did not understand were so many Christians who, who didn't have the courage to stand on the authority of the Word of God. And, I say, and I'm i coming out from the world saying, you know, what, there's nothing out there. You don't need their approval. Uh, and, and so I have no issues with standing on the authority of the Word of God. I've seen what the world has to offer and it's nothing. And um, and and so because of the the, the the burden of seeing so many of my brothers and sisters in Christ who who who, who kind of turn their back on the Word of God and have their own version sometimes of Jesus. I, uh, I've been teaching this as much as I can, what little I can learn as fast as I can since to August of 2003 and this opportunity opened itself and I said what a great opportunity.
0: And what you two are uh, doing, what Answers and Genesis is doing is go out there and get the parents to understand that they can stand there so they can start training their children. Yes, sir. And astronomy is one of the big areas. We're getting beat mm-hmm. up a lot, like the distant starlight, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll have to talk about that in another session. That how does that light get here in just <laughs> 6,000 years? Yep. That uh-huh. seems to be a big puzzlement, and it's a stumbling block, why a lot of people just won't accept the little uh, translation of God's Word. So I'd like to get with you on some of those, Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. session maybe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, is any of this making any real difference in what people believe mm-hmm. about Jesus Christ?
1: Well, the, we've been at this for a year and a half now, and um, we've seen many professions of faith. Some, even there there are some, found there's a foundation uh, that... It, is bringing us two times a year to different parts of Latin America, and they're paying to rent huge, like, uh, Greyhound buses, but you know, their version of them, and rounding up university students from the surrounding universities and some of the professors. And uh, uh, just to give you an example, we're in Mexico last uh, just four months ago, and we had about 70 professions of faith from university students um, in... Uh, Honduras we had many and it's just in the Dominican Republic many these are all uh, university students and, and uh, so we're very thankful we, I told you we even had a you know, biology professor um, just this Sunday I was at a conference ran up to Ohio to a conference and there was uh, someone from Cuba who was new to the United States obviously very tainted by some communist thinking but considering the being a believer, and I talked to him, and amazing, I didn't study what he studied in, but as soon as I started giving some of the answers, the, the walls went
0: Let me challenge yeah. you both. You can yeah. both answer this me. is Isn't this just a secondary doctrine, the whole creation thing? Yeah. I get that a lot. How do you, how do you answer that to people?
1: Well, well with, with me, I do a lot of work in uh, the non-Judeo-Christian cultures, uh, a culture that is uh, Roman Catholic, but never un- un- understands nothing of the Word of God. And so if you don't have that foundation, uh, you can't just go up to someone who is, uh, has problems in a marriage and just talk about Jesus. Uh, because people say, well, we have New Age now down here, and that, that does it too, if, if, if you, in places where, you know, and now in the United States it's not even, you know, it's losing that too, that, that Judeo-Christian uh, culture. Um, you know, people have questions. And you know, if they really, if you put you know, death, uh, millions of years of suffering, and evolution. If you put that all before Adam, it, it really undermines the gospel. And people pick on pick up on that very quickly.
0: Yeah. How would you answer that? You probably get approached with that quite oh, often.
2: Quite, quite a bit. It's not a you know creation is not a cardinal, in the sense of six day recent creation is not a cardinal doctrine of Christianity. Can you believe in billions of years and even an evolution to be born again? Yeah, I think so. I've known people like that. Uh, Nor is creation that well defined in many of the great historical creeds of Christianity, largely because it wasn't an issue until the last couple of centuries. Uh, And um, this idea of uh, billions or billions of years in evolution uh, is a very subtle attack on the authority of Scripture because uh, you have... The story of creation laid out in the beginning of the of, of the Bible. And if you can't trust it in the first few chapters, where then do, do, can you start trusting it? And you have the questions, as Joe mentioned, about death before sin. But even if you don't believe, some people don't believe in a little Adam and Eve. You know, was or What if the first Adam didn't exist? What about the last Adam, Jesus Christ? And what is our need for salvation if we're if we don't receive sin as a as as part of our nature from the disobedience and the and the um, uh, in the garden, and the first, uh, first prophetic passage of of the coming Messiah is in Genesis three fifteen, the, mm-hmm. and uh, you know these are the, it's foundational to salvation in the sense that the bedrock is there why we need yes. salvation and the need for a Savior to come, yeah. and those are so you can't really divorce it from the gospel. Your ideas have consequences. If you want to believe in billions of years in evolution, then it's going to cast long shadows when you get to the New Testament and today.
0: Well, I want to thank you very, very much for both being here, we'll have to have you both on again. I want to hear some more of what's happening uh, in later sessions, what's happening in this ministry. I've been talking to Dr. Danny Faulkner and Joe Owen from Answers in Genesis, and what a new form of evangelism they have here, reaching a whole culture out there that doesn't speak English and bringing them in to understanding who Jesus Christ really is, Lord and Savior and Creator of all things. I want to thank you and God bless everyone. If these lessons had been a blessing to you, you might consider financially supporting the Ministry of Creation Training Initiative. You can do this by going to our website creationtraining.org. Again, that's creationtraining.org. Your tax-deductible donation of just $20, $50 or more a month or a one-time gift of any amount will make you an education partner in building an army of Christian educators who can teach the biblical account of creation and train others to be able to defend their faith and be biblically faithful to God's Word as it states in 1 Peter 3.15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear.